Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, the other guy, Robert, mm. tiny table, the big room, the whole spiel, the bang, the thing, the bang. The boom, the bop, the boo, <laughs> boo, boo, Here we are once again. I need to go back and uh, rewatch not all of our episodes, just like maybe the first five seconds of each episode because I feel like my outfits are getting redundant. I feel like we shoot, because we shoot on the same day, uh-huh. I need to remember what I wore today. It's like yeah. I need a calendar. I need a dress calendar. There was at some point, if I remember correctly, like at some sequence of a, of, of yeah. a recording where we both wore the same thing two episodes in a row, except I think my pants, Your pants were changed. the only thing that was different. Wow. So it looked like we shot at the same day almost, you know what I mean? So it was, uh, I was like, oh. It's a little be, weird. I should probably be a little more coordinated about that. Yeah. I so, plan okay. our outfits. So I'm going to write this down in my notes. Great pants, blue shirt. Nailed it. <laughs> Great pants, blue shirt. Got it. It's in the archives. Yeah, I try to be a little conscientious of like, okay, I think I wore my Ignite shirt last time. Yeah. Okay, I think I wore my, my Barry Cornerstone. Like, I, I try not to wear the exact same thing. I wish I could wear more t-shirts, but I feel like I, I'm in office protocol and I have to like wear my office stuff, you know, in case someone comes in and they want to do like a counseling session or something like that. I can't be... I can't be repping the Cornerstone t-shirts, even though I love the Cornerstone t-shirts. You could, though. You could. You could I wish I could. You, I wish you I could. could. leave the, the collared shirt hanging on the door, and then you can just... Ooh, good idea. Throw it on when I you like need it. I like it. I'm you here. You know what I mean? Here for it. It's like... Good deal. Hey, let me pray for you. <laughs> and then throw it off when you're oh, done. <laughs> it's like Superman. I was just thinking, it's like your superhero costume. Yeah, yeah. throw it on real fast. Yeah. Find a tele- Ooh, there's a big helicopter over there, too. Yeah, and a bug on the window. I don't know what that bug is. It's That's a stink me- bug. Yeah. It's a wanna- stink bug. Ooh, there is a helicopter. So pretty. <laughs> I just had like a squirrel moment with a dog. I was totally in the conversation. I was like, ooh, helicopter. Then you were gone. He was yeah. out of here. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, I was wondering, is mm. it Christmas at the Conover's house already? Not yet. <laughs> Not, Not yet. yet. Are you like jumping at the bit though? I am. At the I, bit? I am chomping at the bit. Like I, I just love this season so much. <laughs> See, like we're we're big on like the the fall spooky mm. season. So like that's like our thing. Like we love that so much. We love the cooler weathers. You know, but we're already watching Nightmare Before Christmas because Roman loves skeletons and yeah. he loves skeleton Jack. So yeah. I've been watching that all year. So <laughs> all year, like every. Every day in the stops. car, it doesn't stop. Yeah. So like we're kind of in that mode. But once it hits November, mm. it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, same with us. We we do wait till after Halloween, but I don't wait till after Thanksgiving. Oh no, I used to. It's be that too guy. much work yeah. to only have it up for four weeks. So how are you mean? keeping it? T- are you doing okay? Are you holding? I'm not. It together? I'm not. I'm not. I- <laughs> Before we recorded this, he was like already showing me like a Christmas town village <laughs> of like of all these people like it's in the snowy September. like area. And they're like <laughs> they're like skiing across the walkways I love or whatever. It. Here's, He's like, ah. here's my thing. Like, I don't know if I can verbalize this correctly. I'm going to try. It's like I get so much anticipation and so much excitement for this season that it low-key already starts to bum me out. Like, I, like I, you're I'm, already I, sad that it's about to be uh, over? Yes! And it hasn't even got here yet. And I'm already sad <laughs> oh that it's about to be gosh. over. I'm like, because it doesn't last long enough. You know what I mean? It's just like we have these five to six weeks where everybody's like happy and generous. And and you have music and you have like cooler air and it's presents and it's uh. Jesus. And it's just fantastic. And then January hits and I'm like, Ugh. I'm literally <laughs> bummed out i don't uh, want to say depressed because i hate that word but and i anybody that truly struggles with depression i feel like so much empathy and compassion sure. towards them because it's just it's something very trying and you know difficult to overcome and and i don't have any clinical issues with it praise the lord but there is a part of me in january i'm just like dang apparently that's like a thing though like that 
it is real. It's a real thing that it I think is. people experience. I think a lot of it has to do with like the daylight savings time, like the mm. fact that it's darker, Dark, yeah. faster. <laughs> Four. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's like pitch black when you're yeah. getting off work, and you're just like, I have to stay yeah. inside, I guess. Mm. And so you get a little bit <laughs> bummed out, and it's like, but then once you know spring starts happening, there's a a little snap in the air or whatever. It's snap's mm. actually cold, isn't it? Yeah, but they, I mean, spring is a little snappy. I yeah. guess it's like a, fr- a refreshing, it's a warm snap, a warm snap. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't so, know. So, I, but I've, I've heard that that there's kind of like once Christmas gets over, I guess you experienced all of that like euphoria that yeah, you're just like I don't have it anymore. I'm yeah, sad. It is a bum. It's it, the last couple of years have been hard, you know. But uh, you know, I just gotta, and I think that's one reason why I like start Christmas earlier is because I just uh, draw it out yes, as long as you can. Yes, and it's like man, we had spring, we had summer in Alabama, which is like nine months, and I'm just over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I want cold. I want decorations, and you know. Just like we've slowly accumulated more and more decorations yeah. each year because it's a huge, you can't buy all that stuff at once. You know what I mean? Well, I it's would be, expensive be, yeah, and ill-advised. So <laughs> it's taken us years. Like we started with a baby Christmas tree and we've like grown and grown and grown. And, and now we have like four Christmas trees. <laughs> I haven't quite hit that level uh, yet. But. I have one in the corner. The the other three, they're just like these white frosted, and there's like one tall one, one short one, one medium one, and I put them in the corner, and it's <laughs> like I got lights everywhere, and I put garland on my fireplace, and I put lights on it, and it's just, it's it's a whole vibe, man, and it's just so relaxing and so soothing uh, and so peaceful. It's just you want it to last forever. I think what we need to do this year mm. as a part of the good talk, we should shoot an episode in the Conover Wonderland. <sighs> It'd be beautiful. Do a little tour of the, the Conover household. Of well, the, our the house Christmas. is tiny, so it'd be a short tour. It'd well, be like, here it is. It's one room. <laughs> it's just our living room. And tour's over. Next you day in the mean? office when he's like showing not... him like the, the TV. Yeah. It's like making a big deal out of it. Right. Yes. <laughs> Finally broke down and got that flat screen, and it's like 10 inches. Uh, so it's not like I'm making it sound bigger than it actually is. We So like we put... We have three trees in one corner, and we put a train around it, and we make a Christmas village, and then we have our main tree, and it has a train around it and presents, and then we have our fireplace and our mantle, and we have all, like, our Christmas blankets out, and then that's it. Mm. Like, when you move out of that room, you know, Christmas is exclusively in that one room. Mm. We're not like the Kardashians where we have, like, 25 trees, and there's one in each room, and uh, that would be epic, though. <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, but anyways, I just You have to Christmas. hire someone to do that. I think they do that. Yeah. I, 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 I highly doubt the Kardashians are putting ornaments on their let's, tree. Let's rephrase this. I don't think they hire someone. They hire oh someone. Oh, my gosh. I just, that'd be so funny. I, I would love to. That, that would be a show. They need to make the Kardashians do regular things. Rachel turned me on to this thing that's like this girl who does like the Kardashians Christian version. Oh, and it's like Mary and Martha. And she's oh like, gosh. and it's so funny, dude, because it's so on point. She does such a good job. And she's like, I can't believe she's in there like worshiping Jesus when I'm here cooking and making all the things and like it does this back and forth between Martha and Mary and then she's like she always wraps it up with this because if you've ever watched the Kardashians she's like but at the end of the day we're sisters we're family I know they love me and I love them and we're gonna get through it and it's just so classic not like you know not throwing shade at the Kardashians yeah, they're doing their they thing know but, who they are. but this thing, this girl slays it and That's I don't even great. know what to search for otherwise I'd pull it up right we'll now have and have you watch Rachel it yeah I'll have to have Rachel send it to it it's, it's so good. She does so good. She does another one with like uh, Elizabeth and uh, Mary. I mean, she just she's she does a really good job. That's it's awesome. funny. Yeah. So, what can we do for Robert this year to help you transition <laughs> out of Christmas? So I you're need not a, bummed out. I need a, a, a therapy pet. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a dog, but I only want a puppy. And then after Christmas, I can oh. give it back to whoever. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't I, give the puppy oh, it back. It would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. There'd be no way. 
there would be no way. I love dogs, and uh, I get that too. I understand why people have therapy pets because they're just amazing. They're so good. They're so good. They're just sweet little baby puppies. <laughs> but so is sweet. it just me, or does even like non Christians just everybody seems better? Around the holidays. <laughs> yes. Everyone's just happy. Everyone's in a good everyone's mood. Everyone's happier. You why, can sense it. It's why, in the atmosphere. Why Why can't we just be in a year good round. mood? Year round. Can why, we just do this year round? Can why we can't be we good just people be year round? And be cheerful. It's like we're all <laughs> thankful for a little while of the year. Right. Let's be thankful all, <laughs> all year. All year round. Well, mm. Please, let's do it. Whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, Christians do better. But everybody else, do better. Everyone <laughs> be happy. Everybody do better. Stop being yeah, like I saw, I saw something in the news the other day where like this man shot another man because of their political beliefs. Okay, that's a that's where we've gotten to in society. I, it's devastating. I just don't understand, man. Like, <sighs> he's like, I, I just it's it's just like we need to chill out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we need a giant chill pill a for everybody. Pill. Like, like all the Christians need to chill out. <laughs> all the world needs to chill. Just everybody. Everybody chill out. You know what I mean? We so should just, just, all, just all chill. get an all-expense-paid vacation. Ooh. Everybody from the government. Oh. Well, you lost <laughs> me there. That was a good trigger warning for Robert. <laughs> but we if all, y'all don't know, Robert hates government. The whole United States of America gets to go to the Bahamas together. <laughs> Bro, we can't even get along in our own nation. We're going to go screw up some other you gotta nation. got to go somewhere else. Gotta get, get away from here. Oh, or we could all go to Antarctica, build a Christmas village. I would love that. And we all I'm come here together in, in Christmas cheer yeah. for all to hear. I'm here for that. Because, you know, you're saying it's like one time a year we're all happy. So if we all just like go somewhere, yeah. that's probably a bad idea. It is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> but just think about that, though. Talk about like apocalypse. Like imagine like, the. I mean, we kind of went through one with the pandemic. But just imagine if the whole United States states just moved up and went to somewhere on vacation and the whole country is just vacant that would be that would be so weird wild that would be crazy dude that would be like very like end times I was say, I don't know. I don't which know. end times that's a wild discussion to have i have so many questions <laughs> i have so many the book of revelation it just Some weirds wild me out stuff altogether. in the bible man there's things that when i when i get done reading i'm just like i don't know what i just read yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i was like that was interesting yeah um Hopefully, I don't have to hear about that anytime mm. soon. So let's just skip on to the next. I have phase so many questions eternity. about like the rapture and what the world's going to look like when that all happens. Will we get questions. an outside view or an, an, a bird's eye view? Right. I have questions. You know, I have questions. Or will we just be in heaven and not care about anything? I mean, I feel like <laughs> you probably don't care about anything because <laughs> uh, we just entered into that wonderful worship service and we're just vibing, bro. We're just got to, you know what I mean? Talking about everyone chilling out. We're just up there and there's no sickness. There's no poverty. There's no lack. There's nothing but the goodness of God. I think that's just a state, so man. We're just vibing. We're chilling. For us to Rapture all come now. get our giant chill pills, we all just got to leave the earth. <laughs> We all got to get saved. We all got to get saved and leave the earth. <laughs> and once we get everyone saved, at least we're on the right path, in my opinion, because you know, life is just so much better with God. Uh, it was interesting what Rick Renner was talking about with like holding off the end times. Mm. And if I heard him correctly, was he saying that the reason that like Jesus hasn't come back yet is because there are still churches in the world and we are essentially putting off his coming. So I've heard that taught for several years. Joe, uh, what's his name? Morris. Joe, Joe Morris teaches that as well. Because uh, the thing that is holding off darkness from taking over the earth, we're talking about spiritual darkness, yeah, yeah. is spiritual light, mm. which we believe is the believers, right? Yeah. And so you can't have, you can't have the tribulation, the seven years of of destruction. Why believers are here? Because we know how to believe God, mm. and so we can't. 
we, we have a spiritual force on the inside of us that will not allow that to happen because then we'll just start using the authority of Jesus that's been given to us, you know what I mean? And yeah. we'll start taking action. And so, yeah, we, I, I believe that teaching as well, that we're literally... We're holding, holding it Holding it together, baby. <laughs> we're keeping it alive. We're just holding the door closed. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... That's crazy. When you take the authority of Christ and the light of the believer out of the world, I mean, the only antidote for darkness is what? Light. Light. Yeah. It's the only thing that fixes it. So when light's gone... It's dark. It's kind of crazy. I was showering the other night. Okay. And <laughs> my wife here. my wife came in, and I, I was washing my, my hair, and I was shampooing, and shampoo got in my eyes, so I closed my eyes. And she came in, and she turned off the lights. Oh, my gosh. And so when I opened my eyes, it was completely dark. Oh, and gosh. It freaked me out because it was just there's no light in there whatsoever it's, it's like nine o'clock at night so there's no light coming in through our bathroom window and she turned off the lights and closed the door and she did it so sneakily and i opened it up and i just like ah! i mean i just screamed i just let it out because i didn't know what happened bro oh, i was so like good. did the rapture happen? You know, oh. in that 30 second i mean what happened Why you know? is the light go? and so i just started freaking out oh, and rachel's gosh. on the other side of the door i hear her laughing and i'm like dang it she got me again so rachel but it's just crazy so rachel <laughs> so she scares rachel. me all the time but uh, just the, to the point, though, when there's absolute darkness, yeah. it's kind of scary. Well, I saw, as you were saying that, like, I, I started thinking, like, you know, my kid has a nightlight in his room. Mm. He's never really expressed he's afraid of the dark by any means, yeah. but we just put one in there, you know, and so that way <clears throat> it's like he can still kind of see in his right, room, sure. you know, and it's like light provides comfort. Light mm. provides peace. Light mm. provides, like... Uh, awareness, you know yeah. what I mean, of your surroundings and what's in front of you, and I feel like that. All good points. It, it, it's necessary mm. for our life to have light within it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you don't have it, it's kind of scary. Yeah, those are all good points. And Jesus is light, and uh, He's the light of men, and, and and we've been given that light. All those things that you just mentioned are wonderful things that He's done in my own life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes me very aware of my surroundings. He, you know, uh, I wish you could rem- remember all those things that you just said. What were they? Those were fantastic. Uh, you aware points of, of your life. surroundings brings comfort. Comfort. To you. Let's focus on that one right there. Jesus has brought so much comfort mm. into my life. You know, uh, just knowing that going into any situation with Him is going to be absolutely better. Yeah than going into any situation yeah. without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, I, just, I just, we we talk about this a lot. I just want to encourage everybody just to embrace this relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, dude. Life is so much better. Yeah, I, I had a God. moment this morning, like, you know, it, it's the first time since Roman, we call it school, but it's like mother's mm. morning out because he's yep. learning stuff. Today was the first time in a long time where he just like really did not want to go. Mm. And he just got super upset and like he like had Get kind it. of a moment like getting yep. out of the car and it was just it hurt my hurt my dad heart. You know what I mean? And those like, are tough. And like as I was driving away, I was just so like mm. I, I just felt for him. You know what I mean? I wanted mm. to do something for him, but I was just like I can't. And so then I was just like, what do I need to do? And that. I just prayed, yeah. you know, to God. I was just like, Amen. I was like, he's with you today. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was just like, you, you've got him in your arms. You're going to watch him. You're going to help him. You're going to soothe him. And so, mm. and immediately after I was just like, I'm so comforted right now. I'm so mm. glad that I can give that over to God and know that he's, wow. he's with him today. And Dang so like, even in, it's yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. I'm reminded, like I've been comforted today yeah. and I'm grateful that I got someone that I can give that over to because yeah. if I had to deal with that all day like I would be useless you know yeah. what I mean like yeah, in that yeah, yeah. moment I was just like ah right. I gotta get back over there and help my son but now I know that like I have confidence like God's got him today amen God's gonna help him today and what a help to be able to give that burden so good to somebody else Rachel the Lord dealt with her and gave it to her this way when we were dropping our kids off at school now they're homeschooled which is just awesome we love it so much but how's that drop off process like dude if they're ever <laughs> mad to go to school it's like get over it yeah, bro <laughs> 
But anyways, um, the Lord told Rachel, and it's such a good revelation. She said, yeah, the Lord told her, they're leaving you, but they never leave me. Yeah. Like he's always with them so and he's good. always watching over them. He's always keeping them. He's always protecting them. And I was just watching while I was waiting on you, some clips of Francis Chan and he, he was encouraging the group he was talking to. He was like, next time you pray, just take 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and just think about the one who you're about to pray to. Mm. And he's like, it'll change everything about the way you pray. Yeah. And it's kind of like this, you know, yeah, you're leaving Roman there, but God never leaves him. Yep. And so just taking a moment to realize, wow, even though he's not with me, he's still with the creator. Yeah. And even though he's not with me, he still has the peace of the creator. And it's so great as a father that you, because he doesn't know how to believe God yet. You know, right. he's still learning. And just like my children are still learning. But for you as a parent to release your faith for him, mm-hmm. okay, I thank you that grace is surrounding him, yep. that peace is surrounding him, that God is with him. And it's just, he doesn't know what's going on, right. but then that just consumes him and yeah. overtakes it. And like we just said, man, life is so much better with God. So much advantages to knowing him and having him in our life and for him to be a part of our life. Uh, this it's just absolutely wonderful. I love God. I love God too. I mean, it's I just like, even just right now, like you talking about that, like, you know, we, when I'm with Roman, we're mm-hmm. with God together. That's and right. it's like, he yeah. gets to have this benefit. Mm. My, my children have a benefit because of my submission to God. Amen. And now it's true. because I'm submitted to him, yeah. I, I do have authority over their life. Yeah. And, and I have this <laughs> awesome opportunity and mm. privilege to, exercise my faith around them to yep. demonstrate yeah, yeah. that and to show them how to do it. It's so cute when we like pray together and like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I never, I never hold my hands like this. So I don't know where Romans learned it, but every time we pray, he goes, he puts his hands up. He's got to do this. He's got to do it like <laughs> I love this. It. And so I don't know if we do it here at, at church or if he's learning it at Crosspoint MMO. So, I, but it's just so cute. And then yeah. he's always just like, amen. And, <laughs> and then even the other day, it was so good. Uh, before I dropped him off, I was just like, Hey buddy, I was like, God loves you. And he goes, and Jesus loves me. Aww. And he was like, and he loves Grammy and he loves mommy, that's and I was just like, that's so good. Like, uh, it's just so awesome to see that, like, coming out of, like, our obedience is, like, making a difference in our kids' lives. That's they're, so they're, true. They're seeing him. They're seeing his goodness. Yeah. And I'm just excited because yeah. I'm, I'm believing and I know and I pray that they'll know him for the rest of their Amen. days. Amen. And I want to encourage someone that's watching or listening. Maybe you didn't have parents that were that example. I want to encourage you to be that example for mm, your children. Yeah. You know, um, it's so important. The Bible talks a lot about that. It talks about raising up children in the way that they should go. Uh, it talks about hanging these truths around their neck, mm. uh, teaching them and instilling these things into them. And so maybe you didn't have somebody in your life that was able to believe God for you mm. and able to be this example for you. Um, just, just, I know it's difficult at times, but yeah. just let go of that. Yeah. And make a decision that you're going to be an example for when you have children, or maybe you already have children. Don't let the example that was missing in your life trickle down good. And, and into the next generation. Yeah. You be the example. You can do this as a parent, as a mother, as a father. You can be an example. And it's so important to be that example yeah. as believers, to take that mantle from us to the next generation to, so to speak, in a relay race, to take that yeah. baton and hand it from mother to daughter and yeah. from mother to son and from father to son and from father to daughter, uh, you know, taking that baton and handing it to him. And this is one thing we know as parents mm-hmm. is children, they're always watching. And we've seen our boys do things that we've never really taught them, but they've seen us do it. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, just praying for people, you know, Samuel and Christian, they do it all the time. And I'm like, we've never really told them, yeah. you know, ask that prayer if they, ask that person if they need prayer, yeah. but they've seen us do it. Sure. 
you know, uh, like you shared the example of, of helping that homeless man outside of Target, I think on the last podcast, mm-hmm. when we were in Chattanooga for a family trip, we went up to the aquarium and, and we got approached by these couple of homeless men. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like giving money to homeless people because I don't know how they're going to spend right. it, but I'm willing to buy you a meal. Yeah. If you say you need money because you're hungry, yeah. I will take you somewhere and buy you a meal. Sure. I'm not going to give you money because I don't know what you're going to use that for. Yeah. Now, if God leads you to give money. If God leads you, yeah, you follow that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, and so I was like, well, I'll buy you a cheeseburger if you'll follow me to the restaurant. And they did. And after we bought them cheeseburgers, I was like, now, can I pray with you? And so my boys have seen us do that. Yeah. Right. I've never told Samuel <laughs> pray with these people if they need prayer. And then just the other day, there was this girl who was wearing a cast oh, yeah, yeah. And, and Samuel was like, can I pray with you? And I was like, mm, that's so good, son. Be cool. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Keep it together. <laughs> and so there's just something to be said. And as believers, we should be that example yeah. for the world that we yeah, live yeah, in, yeah. right? But even more importantly, as parents, yeah. um, because Rachel and I have this thing that we hang in our house I'm not entirely sure if I like where it's hanging right now. You know, I'm wanting to move it. <laughs> it's a discussion for another time. <laughs> another discussion, yeah. But it says the most important work you do is the work you do within your home. Wow. And it's just like, yeah. and it's so true. Yeah. I know we're called to help the lost. Yeah, yeah. I know we're called to be a city on a hill. I know we're called to be light in this dark world. Mm-hmm. I know that we're supposed to influence our community and stuff. But you can't, the most important you work is within your home. Yeah. Right? What's the what's the point it's like of your highest calling? It's your highest ministry is what you're doing within your own house. With your home. What's the what's the what's the point of gaining the whole world if you lose your own family? Mm. Right? Yeah. And so it's like we gotta start there yeah. and, and then let them, you know, carry that mantle as well. Right. And so it's just so important. I think sometimes, you know, I, I've gotten onto parents the last couple of times I spoke into big church because I think sometimes parents are just like, throw them at the youth ministry and let the youth pastor do yeah. their thing. Like Give them pizza and Jesus. Go. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just, well, even with that, when it comes to spiritual things and teaching them the word, we're simply a supplement. Yeah. And it, anybody knows you can't live off supplements. Mm-hmm. It's just, you can't, it's not healthy and it's not right. You need that steak. You need the meat and you need the nutrients and you need the protein and you need it regularly. Yeah, yeah. Right? Supplements are just something that are there to help. And that's all we're doing. We're just a supplement. We should be reinforcing things and spiritual truths that they're being taught Mm -hmm. every day at home. Yeah. Right? And so I just want to encourage any parents that may be watching, any younger people who are going to parents one day. Yeah. Um, do not underestimate the value that you have in your own child's life. And not even to mention, it's like putting all that trust in someone that's not you. You know what mm. I mean? Like to teach your kid things about We'd Jesus. be happy to take them. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. Like we want we want everybody to come because we believe yep. that we are good Absolutely. followers of Jesus. And we yep. teach good doctrine and we say the things of God correctly. But it's like, we don't, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't yeah. just throw my kid into a room and be like, I don't know who these people are. Let's just trust that they're going to say right. good things and teach them the right, right things. Like even with... Crosspoint MMO, like when we took them there, we wanted to know, like, what are you going to be teaching them? What are you going to be talking mm, to them about? What are they yeah. going to be learning about? Blah, blah, blah. And still, so it just gave us comfort in knowing that, okay, yeah. they're going to be at least headed in the right direction. Yeah. They're not going to get some squirrely teaching. Right, right. You know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Nothing we can't fix, at least. No offense to <laughs> you guys. Or anything. Just, you know, just running it out there. <laughs> Good. No, it's fine. Love you, Crosspoint. <laughs> we got like all these bleeps in the you podcast. Like nothing beep, we can't fix. It's so good. <laughs> no, I'm, there's nothing that comes to Don't mind. Ruin my child. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, I agree. We need to be the supplement. We need to be not the main 
course mm-hmm. by any means because we're not here 24 <laughs> 7 you know what i mean like it's only once a week and you wouldn't eat once a week right. so you need to be right. giving your kid hot meals every single day and maybe it's just a pet peeve of mine because i've been a youth pastor for 20 years and you've been a youth pastor for how many years have you been youth pastor now <sighs> 2018, I think, was when I became set into the ministry. I believe that's what it was. Wow. It was the year before the building was built. Ah, okay. Wow. But anyways, so it's like I, I see a lot of like oh, people that are older than me and my age being like, man, this generation that's coming up is just the worst. And in my mind, every time someone says that, I was like, well, who raised them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, but maybe put down your stone or right? at least throw it at yourself first because that's your child. Either so, it's your child or it's your grandkids, right. the child you raised yeah, and made that person. Exactly. You know I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, we're so quickly to, and this is something that we all have to work on. I have to work on myself. We're so quickly to cast judgment. And that's so, again, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. That's so anti biblical Mm -hmm. teaching because the Bible always talks about look to yourself first and find your faults and find your failures and then work on that. And honestly, that's the most effective way to lead someone to God, I feel like, because it's like, okay, they're actually working Mm. out their issues. They're actually working out their problems and then turning it and being like, God's helping me. God's doing this for me. And that's the best way, I think, to even lead somebody. And as the Bible describes it, that's the only way you're now going to be qualified to help somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not that we wait till everything's perfect to help somebody else, but we have to at least have some self-maintenance going on yeah, here, yeah. some self-work where we're trying to correct some things in our own lives yeah. because I can't correctly lead Samuel and Christian if I don't work on this, these issues that I have, yeah. right? I can't teach them how to overcome them yeah. if I've never overcame them myself. That's the one thing, not the one thing, The one, one of the many things I love about Jesus is he faced all these things mm. and he overcame them. He was willing to take his own life to the, whatever you want to call it, the anvil and beat that wow. stuff out of him. So then we could, he could be an example for us to follow, but he just didn't say, follow my example and then do nothing and, yeah. and not be challenged in any way. Right. He was challenged as we are challenged. I love what Hebrews says. We have this great savior who understands what we're going through because yeah. he went through it, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm paraphrasing it, but, but that's so true. And mm-hmm. Jesus was like, no, uh, I'm going to fix this in me and show you that this can be done. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, I'm a good example for you to follow. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not that Jesus had to fix anything in himself. It was more like, I have this challenge approaching right. me. I'm going to attack that challenge and overcome it to show that you can attack right. these challenges this is how and we overcome deal with it. it. This is how we deal with it because Jesus was perfect and is perfect. And so, but, uh, and so we have to take that same approach. When we've got something in our lives that's challenging yep. us, let me not just cast judgment on someone else, but let me say, okay, I need to work on this. Right. Let me work on this. Yeah, yeah. And then with his help and the help of the Holy Spirit and the help of the Word of God, we're going to overcome it. And then people can watch us and be like, oh, yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah, I think that, that, that'd be really good. And I feel like that's something for someone that's listening and I, like, maybe like our challenge for the week or whatever mm. is just kind of think about like how, how, how you're giving it to God this week or how you're interacting with God and, and take account of like, okay, people are watching how I interact with the world. People are watching yeah. how I deal with my anxieties. People are watching how I deal with my issues. How yeah. am I reacting? Yeah. What am I saying about it? What am I doing? And that ultimately is showing an example of how you are mm. as a Christian, how you are as a believer. Yeah. And so you want to set the best example yes. of what it's like to follow God. Right. Because you know, Paul even said, follow me as I follow, I follow Christ. Christ. Yeah. So it's like, if he did it right. and Jesus did it, yeah. then we can do it too. Yeah. So find those two by fours that are in your life. 
Because you got them. And we all have them. We got them. And, and, and run them through the sawmill so they come out sawdust on the other side. Mm. So find that two-by-four of lust. Yep. Find that two-by-four of, of lack of devotion to Christ. Find that two-by-four of following your soul instead of following the spirit. Find that two by four of yielding to the flesh and not even in a lustful, sinful way, just yielding to the flesh like, man, I don't want to do that today. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Find whatever that two by four might be. Find the two by four in your mind that keeps you from following Christ and make it subject to the law of Christ. We all have two by fours yeah, yeah. and we need to deal with those two by fours. And, and, and like the word of God says, once we deal with those, we can see clearly now. Mm. And maybe I can't see how to help Samuel because I haven't taken the two by four out of my own eye. Wow. But when I work on that, now I'll be able to see how to help my own son. That's good. And so let's find these two by fours. Let's not run. We've talked about this before. Let's not run away from the challenge, but let's run at it. Let's yeah, be yeah. honest with let's ourselves with and it. say, you know what? I've got this flaw. I've got that flaw. I'm going to take that stuff to the sawmill, which is God, which yeah. is Christ, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the word of God. Let me run it up against that saw. Uh, was it in Spider-Man? Buzz saw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me run it up against the buzz saw. The sawmill, and so it comes out on the other side, disintegrated, and it's no longer a two-by-four in my life, so now my life can be a help to those around me, mm. and that's do, what it's called. And don't do it alone. Amen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and you're never really alone, because like we've been True. saying, like, God is with you, but I, I know at times, like, it's hard to face these things yeah. on our own. Like, it's true. Come to us. Come to me. Come to Rob. Come to your your friends. Like go to people. If you're your married, life. go to your spouse. Yes. If you're married, go to your spouse. Go mm. to those that are in yep. your life because they're in your life for, for a reason. reason. Yes. And so Talk they about can that. help you. They mm. can strengthen you. They can encourage you, and they can help you see yeah. like how to navigate this situation or what you're supposed to do or just even let you have a moment of vulnerability of like I'm sad right now. <laughs> do not I mean? let shame keep you from getting help. Mm. Do not let embarrassment keep you from getting help. Yeah. That is a, a tool in the devil's arsenal that he uses all the time to keep people in defeat, yep. to keep them from victory, to keep them from living as an overcomer so they can be controlled by the thing that Jesus died to set them free from. No one is called to do this by themselves. Right. Jesus didn't do life by right. himself. Jesus had disciples. He had the Father. He had the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> he did not do, even when he prayed in the garden, mm -hmm. even though he went out a stone's throw away to pray by himself, he asked them. Yeah. Pray with me. Yeah, yeah. Help me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we need, even in the beginning, God said, it is not good. Mm -hmm. Now, he, he created everything, and everything after, when you read Genesis 1, after everything he created, yeah. it says he looked down and saw that it was good. He yeah. looked down and saw that it was good. He looked down and saw that it was good. But then he created man, and he said, it is not good mm -hmm. for man to be alone. So we see in... What is it? Is that not Zechariah? It's in the scripture. We see where it's not good for a man <laughs> to be it. alone. Yeah, yeah, it's not good for a man to be alone because it says that he can be attacked and defeated. Yes, Ecclesiastes <laughs> 4. It says he can be attacked and overcome and defeated, but two who stand back to back can fight and mm. conquer. And so, uh, and then it says uh, if a two-braided cord is good, a three <laughs> is, is even better. So in uh, Proverbs 27, 17, iron, iron sharpens iron. iron. We know these scriptures. <laughs> but it's not a matter of knowing them. Yeah. Are we doing yeah. them? Are we allowing people to help yep. us? Are we going to people in our struggle? Are we going to people in our weakness? Yep. Be like the Apostle Paul. I boast in my weakness mm -hmm. because now Christ can help yep. me. I boast in my weakness because now I can get help from people. Mm. Just boast in your weakness and don't be proud of it. Right, don't yeah, don't yeah. have pride in it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But I'm a dirty sinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I low-key wonder if Paul did, but anyways, uh, because he goes in that whole tangent in Romans where he's like, I'm such an awful man. And then like, I want to do what is right, but I do what is wrong. I know what, is, you know what I mean? And then at the end, but at the end of that, he does say what 
can help me in all this, mm. only Christ, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but Christ comes to us in many forms. Yep. He comes to us in the word. He comes through family. He comes through friends. He comes through the Holy Spirit. He comes during times of worship. The help of Christ comes to us in many forms. So don't neglect mm -hmm. any of those forms of help. Yep. Let your pastor help you. Let your family help you. Let your spouse help you. Let your real friends help you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and one last thing, if, if there's anybody in your life mm. and you're struggling with something and you feel like you can't go to them, mm. then you need to figure out how much of a role that person is wow. actually supposed to have in your life. Wow. Because real friends and real partners yep. and real confidants mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are people that we should be able to go to and say, you know, I, I honestly feel like I could go to Cody with anything. You know what I mean? And and I know he's not yeah. going to throw stones. Um, he might make a couple jokes, <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then afterwards uh, he's going to help me. Yeah. And likewise with yeah. my spouse, it's the same. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'll go to her first always. But these Rude. are people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I'm going to stop right there before kidding. I get I'm kidding. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> When you can do for me what she does for me, I will come to you first. You'll never come to me first. It's never happening. Ah, see, I should have stopped. I never knew happened. I should have stopped. I saw the line and I crossed it. And so, sorry. Over there. Anyways, <laughs> bad, Robert. Bad. You go to timeout. You are the dunce hat. But no, my wife. See you on the next one. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> and I pray this is true about her with me. She's absolutely my best friend. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't do life without her. Yeah. I need her. Um, but outside of that, we have friends. Yeah. That we can trust. Yeah. That we can tell them anything if we needed to. Mm. <laughs> and like I said, they might make some jokes and poke fun. But then I know at the end of the day, they're going to be like, all right, come on, get up. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let, let's work on this. Mm. Let's attack this together. We're going to pray with you. We're going to agree with you. Let, let's get over this so you can be the best version of who you're supposed to be. Love it. Right? And so, you know, and I think that that's one thing that I've realized maybe more than anything as I've moved forward in Christ. The people I had before Christ were not legitimate. Right. They may have been legitimate in who they were, but they weren't legitimate towards me mm. and my vision yeah. and my goals and who God called me to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I want people who are legitimate and genuine in who they are, mm -hmm. but also in how they feel about me. Yeah. I don't want no phonies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want fakes. Get them yeah. out of here. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like to, to do the things God's called us to do, we got to clear the room. Mm. Get yeah. them out of here. That's good. You know what I mean? Clear the room and just get those people who support us and are, are cool with the vision. You know what I mean? Cool with just the imagine vision. the disciples when Jesus cleared out that room and he was like, y'all fake, get out of here. Cause he, you know, they got that dead girl and he's like, she's sleeping and they start laughing. Right. And then Jesus is like, get out of here fools. And then, and then imagine what the disciples were thinking. They were like, you know what I mean? Jesus said she's sleeping. All right, all right, we're vibing with this. You know what I mean? Do your thing, bro. We support He's you. He's doing the thing again. <laughs> He's doing the thing. Just watch. But the, you know, they they obviously supported in that, and so yeah. maybe even supporting people when you don't understand everything, right? When you don't have the clear, because when God ministers something to you, we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to communicate that. Right. Yeah. The exact revelation that you got. Yeah. You're like, don't you get it? Get it get Don't it. you understand? <laughs> it's frustrating. So I think that disciples in that moment, maybe they didn't fully understand, but they fully supported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. We don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Jesus, yo, we support you. Mm. Do your thing. I love and it. that's the people we need in our life. I like it. Cody, I may not understand how this is going to work out, but I support you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we're good enough friends that if you start going squirrely, I'll be like, brah. Reel it in a little bit. Reel it in. And that's the people we need. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yep, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. So get out there, find your support system, your support buddies, and uh, think about your legacy, like what you're mm. doing in this world, what you're going to leave behind yes. in this world. Do and that. Do it all mm. unto Christ. Yeah. Follow after him, mm. honor him, glorify him. He's good. He is he's good. A good God. And, and he is with you today. Yes. He is with you today. Yes. And at the end of this week, just have a big pile of sawdust. Ooh. So you can see clearly. Get it dusty. <laughs> Get it dusty. I hate dust. <laughs> it's like all over our house. Oh, man. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Yes. We will see you on the next one. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm.